0: welcome into bdps over under we've got all of your week 14 nfl action covered and it's gonna be a fun week we're gonna start off with our best bets which are our favorite bets of the week we're gonna give you guys a little bit of a long shot so you can make a little bit of extra money during this holiday season give you parlay paul's favorite segment parlays of the week and we're gonna wrap it up with our bad beats for week 13 so uh let's get started Welcome into Best Bets for Week 14 NFL Action. I'm your host, Money Matt. I got my co-host Parlay Paul with me. We're going to guide you through this week. And uh Parlay Paul, let's hear what your best bets are for week 14.
1: Week 14. I'm excited. I actually really like this week. I know I've said that for most weeks, but really I actually do like week 14 here.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an interesting
1: um, slate. Yeah, it is. It is. I actually like some of the games. We got some tight ones. So first one I'm going to go with, I got Texans money line over the Bears. Um, Let me just start off by saying I cannot believe the Bears have even won five games this year. Like it just baffles me how that's even a thing. Um, Makes no sense. Um, It also doesn't make too much sense to me how the Texans have only won four games this year. Um, You know, the Bears started off five and one and just fooled pretty much everyone who watches football um then this offense really showed the true colors and that's led them to this six game losing streak that they're currently riding um and that defense is
0: that defense on the bears has given up as well which i don't blame oh yeah i don't blame
1: them we were talking about we were talking about earlier in the year how you know that's that's what's going to drive that team for is that defense because that was their strength and You know, even just the last few games, it just feels like they've just let up. And, you know, they gave up, you know, what, 40-plus points to the Packers in that game. And you're just like, okay, well, well, you tried. Um, But anyway, uh, you know, as for the Texans, they've looked really good, honestly, for the most part, since firing Bill O'Brien. Watson's been really hot, and he's looked like one of the best quarterbacks in football. And I think this game in particular going to put that exclamation mark on the Bears' decision to take Mitch over him and Patrick Mahomes in that 2017 draft. I think this is going to be like just like a big, you know, you know, revenge game for Watson. And I got news for you, the Bears. You're done. <laughs> Watson still has some weapons. Regardless of the Texans' decision to get rid of one of the best receivers in the NFL, I think this team has more than enough To beat a team that could even figure out a way to hold on to a ten-point lead against the Lions with two minutes left in the game. Oh, and should I remind you, these Lions got destroyed by the Texans on Thanksgiving, and Watson is about to feast again. And this is going to be sweet revenge, as I said. And I think he's going to show the Bears that you know they could have really used him over you know Mitch Trubisky, who will once again let the Bears down in Week 14. I think Texans money line 120 is a gift against the Bears. I think this one is just – I don't want to say too easy, but this one seems like a really smart bet in my opinion. I think the Bears are going to drop their seventh in a row and prove that their 5-1 start was just the biggest fluke in football that we've seen quite some time.
0: Yeah, I think the Bears are definitely – like we said, pretenders. We've been saying this all season – they haven't looked good on offensively. Their defense is all, can only do so much. It can only carry a team so far. So it's finally caught up with the Bears. They looked horrible last week against the Lions. They fumbled the ball at the end. Like you said, the Texans absolutely feasted against the Lions on Thanksgiving. I think they'll have a big game here. I really like that Texans pick. Honestly surprised that it's only one point um, on the spread. So definitely take the money line there. You don't have to worry about if they do happen to win by one point, you don't have to worry about that. And uh, take the money line on the Texans. I love that pick. That's going to roll me into my pick, which is the Packers, minus 6.5 over the Lions. Speaking of those Lions we were just talking about, Packers have been on fire lately, uh, just absolutely destroying everybody they're playing. The Eagles last week didn't have a chance. I mean, they threw in Jalen Hurts, and he had no chance against that Packers team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is having a MVP type season if he doesn't win it it'll probably be Mahomes it's a neck and neck race between those two for MVP this year but Packers they're seven and a half point favorites for the actual spread I'm buying a point here I love to buy a point here because you know say the Packers do win by a touchdown I want you guys to be able to make some money so that's a good one right there Packers my six and a half Lions they had one of those bump up games one of those boosted games where your coach gets fired and then the next week you come out and have a pretty spirited performance which is exactly what they did against the Bears last week but I don't see that happening against this pretty good Packers defense and really good Packers offense which I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to dissect that secondary and just have himself a game.
1: Yeah, see okay, we've never done this before and I I think that, you know, at week 14, let's, you know, let's let's try it out. That was my best bet of the week as well that that was my second one I also bought the point minus six and a half I'm not sure if you tapped into my laptop or what but it's exactly I what I did. Over this the moment I'm, I'm sure I mean you probably do it every single week but whatever <laughs> um, you know what I I love this from the moment I saw seven and a half I was like buy that one point just like we always talk about try to want to buy a touchdown I absolutely love Packers minus six and a half over the lines They've been on fire this year. They're scoring points like no other team in football. Like, literally, like, they they lead every single team in points per game. And, you know, the Lions, on the other hand, they've given up the second most points in football this year behind yours truly, Dallas Cowboys. Um, but, uh, you know, this matchup does not sit well. With the Lions at all, and Packers are just—they're not only going to pass the ball; but they're just going to run straight through this weak line. And the Lions just escaped a victory against those Bears that I just talked about, scoring two touchdowns in the final two minutes of the game. Um, I do not see that kind of luck rolling into this week against a really good Packers team. You know, Lions have lost four of their last five home to Packers have covered in their last five seven. Um, I don't see any reason to believe the lions have an answer for Rogers and this explosive offense on Sunday. Um, I certainly think it's going to be a high scoring game and I think Stafford's going to be able to rack up some passing yards for sure. But I think the Packers are capable of, you know, just stopping all three of their running backs that they seem to, you know, run or try to run, um, each game. And I, I don't see them. I don't see them stopping Jones or Williams on the other side. Um, I think I think Lions are going to be forced to settle, you know, for some field goals, and the Packers are going to get a handful of touchdowns this game. I I, I love Packers minus six and a half. I'm all over it. So let's let's uh, let's consider that a power play for Week 14.
0: Yeah, and that'll be our first power play of the year. I'm really liking that Packers minus six and a half. Um, I'll give you guys one more best bet since uh, Parley Paul is on the Packers with me. Uh, it's going to be Falcons minus two and a half. Uh, versus the Chargers this week. Uh, the Chargers absolutely just got routed last week against the Patriots, getting destroyed all three phases. I mean, their special teams is one of the worst special teams I've ever seen. And if that special teams coordinator is still there after last week, uh, that is just <laughs> amazing to be able to keep your job after that. And they were just absolutely dismantled by the Patriots, uh, getting beat forty-five to zero. They didn't even get down. You know, a lot of teams when they're getting killed like that. They'll go down and they'll kick a field goal and at least put some points on the board. Chargers weren't even able to do that this week. Uh, Justin Herbert (laughs) finally had a bad game, and it was a really bad one. And the Falcons, as much as I don't like the Falcons and as much as I don't trust the Falcons, uh, they actually looked really good last week against the Saints. Uh, The Saints are a Super Bowl-contending team. uh, No big deal. And they were able to have a last drive to be able to tie the game slash take the lead. Um, So I think this... The Falcons here are a good play, 2.5. You bet it down. I think it's 3.5 is the actual line, but I've taken another point here and betting it. And uh, Falcons minus 2.5 against the Chargers I think is a pretty good bet for everybody. Uh, Chargers love blowing leads and love losing games at the end just as much as the Falcons do. So I think the Falcons will be able to uh, take this one pretty easily.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is going to be about the most crap shoot of a game that we've seen all year. I mean, both teams have struggled. Both teams do not play defense very well.
0: And both teams and, hate
1: winning. You know, bo- and both teams, just they hate winning, and they hate holding on to leads, just like you said. I mean, this, these teams, seriously, I feel like they don't want to win. They just they want to tease people. And um, I, I, I honestly, you know what I really love in this game is the over. Um, I, I really think it's going to be a high scoring game. I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense played in this. The Falcons pretty much got eliminated. Um, you know, after last week, um, from any hopes of playoff potential, I, I, I think these teams are just going to go out and have fun to be honest with you. But yeah, I think there's going to be a ton of points scored. I, I think it's going to be a, like, a, like a, you know, a high school sort of football game to watch.
0: Yeah, we'll enjoy that rec-style game that they will play in that afternoon slot. Uh, It's always a good one to be able to end your day going into the Sunday night games. And uh, we're going to roll on into Long Shot of the Week. Long Shots of the Week. Uh, This is always a fun one to be able to pick an underdog and see if they're able to pull off that upset and uh, make you guys a little bit of extra money. Uh, Parley Paul, I'm gonna start it off with my long shot of the week, and it's gonna be as weird as it sounds: the Steelers on the money line. Uh, <laughs> the Steelers are playing the Bills this week. The Steelers are an 11 and one team. You don't really see an 11 and one team being an underdog in a lot of matchups, but they're playing the Bills this week. And you know, I know the Bills are coming off a great win last week, um, absolutely killing the 49ers. But it's the 49ers. Let's be real. The 49ers have been plagued with injuries all year. They don't even have their quarterback. They're playing with Nick Mullins out there, who is either really, really, really good or really, really, really bad. You honestly have no idea what you're going to get out of him. And the Steelers, I know, is a bad loss against the football team. And I know they haven't really looked so strong this year, but they've been able to pull out most of the games. I mean, if you look at the games against the Ravens, even though they're playing against RG3, their defense stepped up and made the plays they needed to make. The Bills, on the other hand, I think they are legit this year. but I don't see them getting past the Steelers' defense. I think Josh Allen is a fantastic quarterback. I think he's going to have himself a day. But at the end of the day, I think the Steelers' maturity and I think being there and being able to been there before, you know what I'm saying, having that experience is going to be able to help them get across uh, the hump against the Bills.
1: What do you think? Yeah, it's really weird to hear the Steelers are underdogs here. I mean, this team was just undefeated, you know, not that long ago. And so, you know, to hear that they are underdogs really raises some eyebrows. But I don't want to say the Steelers are frauds. Okay, They have a they great, could be. the best defense in football. But after I saw their weak performance against my Dallas Cowboys, I was like, you know what? Is this team as good as everyone thinks they are? And, you know, I was looking at their schedule and I was like, I mean, you know, they've played some decent teams here and there, but it's not like they've had the toughest the toughest competition um, you know, all you know, the whole year. I I, I I just don't know about this team going forward. I don't know how they're gonna do in the playoffs, just because they have a great defense, but I don't look at this team and go, my gosh, this team is I mean, this is the Chiefs right here. I mean, this team they're not as exciting as some of the better teams in football this year, but I mean, really good defense. Defenses are really overlooked just because people are so focused on offense and points. The Steelers are not that kind of team. They're kind of, you know, they're that team to keep games tight, but pull it off in the end. I, I just don't know. This game, it's especially after how they just completely just melted down against the football team last week. I don't know if I'm even going to touch this game, but you know, Steelers are long shots, so I I totally get, you know, um, you know, picking them, you know, this week. I mean, if you can get the Steelers at what are they plus 115, plus 120
0: right now? Yeah, something around those lines.
1: Yeah, I mean, if 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 you can get a team that was just undefeated, you know, plus anything, you know what? Go ahead and take a shot.
0: Yeah, and I think you know as much of as it sounds like a crazy idea. Yeah, they're plus one fourteen. Um, it's a crazy thing that they are underdogs. But you know what? I think without the Bills, if they had home field advantage and they had their fans out there in Buffalo, I think for sure Buffalo takes this game. But with taking out that home field advantage, I really think the Steelers have a good shot here.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely a big deal that home field advantage. Um, anyway, that'll roll me into uh, my long shot. If you remember on our last uh, podcast, uh, Money Matt, you did have the uh, Cardinals minus two and a half as your best bet, and uh, I did pick the Patriots as my long shot, and you said you could not have hated a pick more. Well, I was right, and you were wrong, and I, I know that you don't want to hear it, but I don't get to say it very often. I was right, guys. Paul let's also won. remember.
0: Let's also remember that I had the Washington football team on Thanksgiving Day. While you had the cowboys. And we all saw how that one went out. Just want to make sure we're we're getting everything on the table here. It is my turn. Okay, okay, okay. Give me your long shot. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: All right. So um my my long shot is the Chargers over the Falcons. Here we go. And Yep, yeah, that's right. I picked the Chargers. And here we go. Uh, yeah, this this really is a long shot here. I think I'm, I'm really just trying to have some fun here in week 14 with two crappy teams. Guess what? You can, you can make a case for both teams here. I mean, I, I don't think you can strongly like, you know, pick Falcons or strongly pick chargers in this and feel confident watching this game. This is going to be the crap shoot of the crap shoots uh, all year. This team got shut out 45 to zero against the Patriots. I mean, you know, It was, it was bad. That was, you know, just like, you know, just like you said, Herbert's Herbert's, you know, finally, he finally had a bad game. And I think this is a great opportunity for him to bounce back and take advantage of a really weak secondary in the Falcons. They've allowed the second most passing yards in the league and Herbert's thrown the ball really well this year. I mean, I know we had a hiccup, a pretty big hiccup last week against the Patriots, but he's done really well and he's impressed. I mean, against some decent teams too. Chargers defense hasn't been good, but they've been okay. I'm not saying they've been really good. They, they've been okay at defending the passing game. And the Falcons are going to need to run the ball if they're going to win this one, I think. And I don't see their weak rushing game doing anything, even against the uh, Chargers. This game is the story of two teams that have let so many games slip away from them. And I, I really expect these two teams just to air it out and have fun. I think this game's going to go over, like I said. It's one of my favorite picks is the over. But I think the Chargers are going to bounce back from that just embarrassing loss last week. I think they're actually going to just slightly take this one over the Falcons.
0: Well, Parlay Paul is all about having fun this week. And uh, hopefully he's wrong about that one for my sake since it is my best bet. And you told me I can't feel confident in it, even <laughs> though I do feel confident <laughs> in it. So um, hopefully... <laughs> You are wrong about that one, but we will move on to your favorite segment and it's
1: Parlay
0: of the Week. Parlays of the Week. Everyone knows this is Parlay Paul's favorite segment. Uh, He's got one cooking up for you, so we're going to let him go last and I will start it off with my favorite parlay this week. We're going to get into the best bets that I had earlier, so we're going to take Packers minus six and a half. We're going to take Falcons on the money line. We don't want to worry about the spread in that game. We're going to take Steelers on the money line as an upset. Add a little extra money in there. And then we're going to take the Ravens on the money line over the Browns. $20 will get you $226.24. That is a major profit. I think all four of those outcomes are very likely. Packers are playing a Lions team where their defense has been absolutely atrocious all year. Falcons are playing the Chargers. I think that one should be an easy one for them. Steelers are underdogs against the Bills. I think that one's going to be a tough game for the Steelers to be able to win. But if they do, you have that plus 114. really adds a lot of value to your parlay. And then Ravens on the money line over the Browns. I know the Browns have been hot. I know their offense has looked good. But the Ravens, we got to remember earlier this year, Ravens dismantled the Browns week one. I think it was 38-6 when they played earlier this year and I see the Ravens having the Browns number again and taking a win. What are your thoughts on this parlay, Paul?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this parlay that you made. Well, here we I go. mean, I usually <laughs> I usually say after every single one of your parlays that you know, it's 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 definitely one that I'm going to bet. I like it. And I usually do. <laughs> I uh, usually you
0: usually do. But and then every you know once what? in a while, you make some money. I, I, I've, I hit <laughs> I've hit a couple this year. I've hit a couple this year.
1: You have. You have. I will admit it, you have. But um, I really like the Packers pick. You know, obviously, that's one of my best bets. But um, I, I'm not too big on the Steelers this week. Um, I, I really don't like that Falcons pick just because I, I just think that anything could happen in a game like that. And yeah, I know that the Ravens crushed earlier in the year, but I'm I, I know who sold on this Ravens team this year, and I know what they did against the Cowboys. But let's remember it's the Cowboys, and you know what? Ravens still aren't a bad team. I just, I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's more of a long shot parlay. I know they're all long shots, but I feel like that's a real long shot parlay.
0: You know what, parlay, Paul? We're gonna see what happens. I really think the Ravens are a good pick. I know they dismantled your Cowboys, and they even lost Des just Bryant. Just like everyone else. Yeah, just like every other team. Even They even lost Des Bryant right before the game. They had a positive COVID test. Yeah. But, you know, I think realistically the Ravens are going to get back on track. They This is a huge game for them to win to be able to get into the playoffs, and I think when a team like that has their back against the wall, I really think the Ravens are going to be able to come out swinging, and I think Lamar is going to have a great game. So I know you like to put a lot, lot of Lamar slander out there, uh, but I'm not going to let it happen this week. <laughs> So um, let's hear what you've been cooking up. I know you've got something over there. You like to criticize my parlay, so let's hear what you're, uh, <laughs> what you've come up with this week.
1: So time is running out for me to hit my first parlay of the year. You got four weeks, but unlike left. you, money Matt, I do got four weeks left, and I'm confident that it's coming. But unlike you, I want to hit something worth bragging about. I want to hit a home run. Okay. What you've been doing is you've been butting the ball down the third baseline, just running it out for a base hit. Okay, sure. that's the difference between me and you. You will have the higher on base percentage, but all in the year with 45 homers to go along with my 220 average, and that's fine with me. We're we're, we're different players.
0: You may okay? not even and be I'm a 220 that. this year. i just all I'm gonna say.
1: You know what? If I could even be 200 and hit my <laughs> 45, 50 bombs, I'll take that. Okay, because people love the long ball. You will never bring me down. I don't care how hard you try. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna keep playing the way that I play. I like me for who I am, regardless of of what you say, Matt. And
0: you're like Bryson DeChambeau on a golf course.
1: course. Stay. You're like Bryson DeChambeau. I know a lot of people like him, and he was the favorite to win the Masters. So let me just throw that out there. Um, for those of you that like homers. Stay tuned because parlay Paul is gonna hit a five hundred foot bomb one of these times, and I want you guys to be watching when it happens. So here we go. Week fourteen parlay. Here we are. I'm just gonna stick with money lines. Just He's
0: gonna stick with money lines. He says home runs been, and then I've he goes money
1: lines.
0: It's just you know, it's just always just one remember, side put, or the other.
1: Yeah, but but I put more than three or four teams in there. You just you just remember that. All right, so you can stick there in your pocket change, and I'm going to make the people real money. All right, let's hear it. it. So um, (laughs) even though this one actually will not pay as much as yours. but but, (laughs) So I got (laughs) so Packers money line, Texans money line, Chiefs money line. I got the Titans money line, Seahawks money line, and I like the over 49 and a half in the Falcons-Chargers game. That's $20 to return 160. I really wanted to put some spreads in there, but again, like I said in the beginning, I'm just trying to hit one. I want to hit one to let you guys know that, hey, Parlay Paul is for real. He's not just, you know, he's not just a fraud on here, you know, put Parlay in his name just because, you know, he just wants to fake it. No, I'm Parlay Paul for a reason and I need to hit one to show everyone why I'm legit. So, That's a 16 parlay, $20 for a turn 160. Let's do this. Let Money Matt bunt the ball down third baseline and let's go deep 500 feet to center field.
0: We're going to bunt our way all the way around the bases and hit a home run that way. That's how the Money (laughs) Matt likes to do it, and that's how I'm going to do it this week. Even though my parlay pays more than yours, it's rather here nor there. And that'll move us on (laughs) to our last segment and it's... Bad Beats of the Week. Bad Beats for NFL Week 13 action and uh, it was definitely an interesting week. Those 1 o'clock games, at the end of all those, there was a lot of craziness that happened. A lot of turnovers, a lot of late scores that really affected the lines and affected the spreads of a lot of games. So... Harley, Paul, what was your bad beat last week?
1: Yeah, there were definitely some rough ones um, there at the one o'clock games. But um, I hope that this is the last time that this team is involved in any of my bad beats because um, I should have never picked them and I won't ever do it again. But the Chicago Bears, thank you very much. Um, Don't ask me why I bet on the Bears because I won't have an answer for you. But it I matches thought your hat. Team, matches your hat. It does. It it does match my hat. But I'm a Cubs fan. The Cubs fan before a Chicago Bears fan. Um, I don't hate the Bears, but I definitely hate betting on them. I'll tell you that. Um, I thought if any team was going to bring this five game losing streak to an end, I thought it was going to be the Lions. Um, nope, the Bears are that bad. And the worst part is, I had thought I won this one for sure with the Bears winning by ten with two minutes left in the game. Um. But if there was anybody who would ruin this for me, it'd be Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. I mean, I was trying to think like what other team could blow this for me that bad? Nope, it would be Mitch. And uh, you know, the Lions. Um, yeah, God, I thought I thought the Bears had a, like a decent defense. You know, just like you know we were talking about before. I thought that they were okay, and honestly, they weren't doing bad at all. But the Lions just tore through um, whatever that was. You know, with you know, two touchdowns in two minutes, you know, they get a touchdown at the two minute warning. And then, you know, I'm still not really concerned that much because the bears had a three point lead with literally, you know, they just have to like, what, one minute left to go. Um, they just had to get one first down or even pump the ball down the field. Um, but nope. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, you know, he's like, you know what, let's, let's, let's make this as difficult as possible. You know, he does a quarterback run and then gets sacked the next play fumbles the ball, leaving the Lions with just a beautiful opportunity, first and goal, to score that touchdown. And the Lions get two touchdowns in less than a minute at the end of the game to ruin my uh, three-team parlay. Uh, thank you, Chicago Bears, for once again ruining um, you know, one of my last legs in my parlays. I will not be betting on you until, I don't give it, 2026.
0: Yeah, don't blame me for that. Uh, the Chicago Bears definitely screwed me as well. I had them in one of my parlays as well as in a single bet. Uh, I definitely turned that one off. Um, whenever I was, you know, in my brain, I was like, oh, that one's one. Don't have to worry about that one anymore. And whenever you do that, uh, the Bears will come and take your heart and rip it out. So definitely going to be on that train with you and not betting the Bears for a while. Uh, my bad beat was the Texans and the Colts game. Um, I had the Texans plus three in that game. And uh, if you guys all remember the end of that one where Deshaun Watson snaps the ball at the half-yard line and fumbles it. And they do not recover the fumble. Uh, The Uh, Texans uh, were down only six points at that point. Had been in the game almost the entire time. Uh, I know for a lot of betters, they had the over in that game. And there were only two points scored in the second half of that one, which really screwed a lot of people as well. which is another bad beat, not for me, but for a lot of other betters. But me, I had the Texans plus three, uh, only down six points on the one-yard line. And to fumble it away like that is definitely heartbreaking to see, especially when red zone takes you over there and you're like, oh, my God, Deshaun Watson's just going to sneak in there. Maybe it's even an upset. And and, uh, instead of that happening, they just straight up lose the game by six points, and you lose your bet as well. So uh, Texans not on my nice list right now. Uh, I know it's the holiday times, and I'm not very friendly of them, but um, I'm hoping they give me a gift this week whenever I bet on them. So, uh, Parley Paul, any any final thoughts or words?
1: Um, I'm just going to go back to basics here and end it with my signature. Uh, play the parlay. Uh, you know, this is this is my Christmas gift to you, and uh, you know, I'll be singing High School Musical. We're all in this together when this hits, and um, I think we're all going to have a good time.
0: Parlay Paul spreading the holiday cheer, just like he always does to our viewers. And we hope all of you guys have a great holiday season and spend it with us listening to BDPs over under every week. Make sure you guys are subscribed on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We got all those platforms covered for you with free picks, including college football, not college basketball yet, college football and some other NFL plays that we don't talk about on here. It is at the Big D Picks on all social media. Make sure you guys are following on there. And uh, we love to give away some free picks, especially around this holiday time. And uh, we hope you guys spend every week with us like we enjoy doing with you. We'll see you guys later.